Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 22 of the podcast. I think I'm going to keep it short and sweet today. I hope you're all keeping well. During the week I had a conversation with somebody I hadn't seen in a long time. I was in the gym and I recognised a face, a girl that used to be in my fitness classes back when I started out running my own classes back six years ago. So I went over for a conversation and a chat with her and it turned out she had been away for I think five or six years. She was in Dubai and I think she's gone travelling again. But she hadn't obviously seen me in a long time and she was saying, it's amazing how far you've come and what you're doing now and you've nearly moved away from the fitness industry altogether. And I was, I suppose, a little bit... Not taken aback by it, but it was interesting to see the perspective of an outside person who wasn't in the middle of it, who wasn't here in Ireland at the time, to see the development from from her point of view. I hadn't really moved away from the fitness industry, maybe I have to an extent, but I think I've grown as a person more in the last six years, and I think my interests have developed a lot from where I was. Back then, it was all about just the fitness aspect, just putting people through workouts, just getting results for people in a physical sense. Now, I'm very much aligned with, I want more of a wellness aspect to it and I want people being living their best lives improving themselves improving every aspect of their lives not just looking at their physical fitness not just putting them through workouts for the sake of putting them through workouts so I was just explaining to her that my passion over the last few years very much lies now with the mindset side of things with the personal development side of things for me it's not about showing people how to deadlift anymore don't get me wrong I still absolutely love my training I really really do but I've really extended beyond that now and where I see myself now is somebody who can coach people not just somebody who can stand and put people through a workout which is effectively what a fitness instructor does or what a personal trainer does so it was it was an interesting conversation because it shone a light for me on what I'm doing really and how things have changed over the last few years so as I said it was very very interesting to hear the perspective of somebody who hasn't been here to see it but has been watching from afar so it was it, it got me thinking a little bit more about how we all grow and how we all develop and I think it is an important part of growing up and it's it's one of those I think people sometimes they don't think about it too much but it's one that I think it's nobody wants to be the same person as they were at 15 as they were at 16 and I'm the same I don't want to be the same person in my 30s as I was in my early 20s and I'm definitely not the same person as I was then my interests have grown an awful lot beyond that back then it was maybe football maybe going to the gym it was very very limited now I'm all the time learning and I'm all the time developing and I'm really, really passionate about that. And I see every single day as a learning opportunity. And that's how I've grown as a person and that's how I intend to keep growing. The day you stop learning is the day you're finished. So it was really the conversation developed from there into how did I get from where I was then where she was in this fitness class with a handful of people to now being probably seen to be doing an awful lot more. I am doing an awful lot more, but it wasn't an easy path along the way. And that was and it was something I was kind of keen to put across to her because sometimes people have this impression I think that you've blown up overnight or you've gone from being that person to suddenly being seen everywhere and it was easy and you just have this magic about you and it's never easy it's never like that it's always hard it's always tough but I really do believe we create our own opportunities and that's what people need to understand nobody hands you opportunities you create them yourself I didn't sit back and wait and be happy with my fitness classes and decide well this is what I'm going to do forever it's going okay now so we'll just leave it as it is I've always been looking to push myself beyond that and I've always been looking to improve myself and I think when you go out into that go into the world with that attitude opportunities start to appear for for you the more you knock on doors the more doors are going to open for you but if you never knock on the door the door is never going to open you have to start creating those opportunities for yourself and that involves a little mindset shift because i think most people are nearly conditioned at this stage to you know go through school do your leave insert go to college 
get married, have a couple of kids, build a nice house and die. Good luck with that. <laughs> that seems to be the formula that most people live by. But I've been questioning that a little bit myself and I've been doing things a little bit differently because I believe what works for one person doesn't always work for the next. And marriage and kids for some people is absolutely ideal, but for somebody else it's not. And it's not necessarily right or wrong. It's just different. And I think we've all got our own path to follow and we all create our own path and we all go after the things that we're passionate about. And I think we should do that rather than maybe just following the status quo without ever asking questions or without thinking for ourselves so going out into the world with a positive attitude questioning things creating opportunities for yourself putting yourself out there above all else and that's the hard thing to do especially for somebody who's self-employed it's an important thing to do you have to keep putting yourself out there because if you don't you're probably going to end up going back working for somebody else before long that was something i've had to really get uncomfortable doing putting myself out there and networking and being open to going speaking to different people and liaising with people and it, it didn't come naturally to me because I'm quite shy behind it all anyway I don't particularly enjoy that situation where put me in a room of strangers and make me go and have conversations with people that's not easy for me that's not easy at all for me so that was something that I would have found very difficult but I realized that I had to do it it was the only way that I was going to get opportunities it was the only way that I was going to create opportunities so I reached out to people and I spoke to people that have done what I wanted to do and I spoke to anybody that I could th think might help me and as hard as that was, it did create opportunities for me. And that was how I've got to where I am. And obviously a hell of a lot of hard work as well. But it was all about creating opportunities. You can't wait for opportunities to come to you because opportunities won't come to you. You've got to go out and seek opportunities. If you want to be at the head of your field or if you want to be the best athlete or you want to be the best footballer, you want to be the best singer, you want to be the best person that play music, whatever it is, opportunities are not just going to come to you. You've got to go out and seek them and you've got to make them happen for you. I think the attitude of a lot of people is, why does that person always get the opportunities and I don't? And that's the attitude that leads to probably not a winning mindset, I would say. I probably would have had a little bit of that attitude myself when I was younger, maybe when I was working for other people. But when I set up my own business and I started progressing in the world, I realized pretty quick that my attitude has to change. If I want to be the best I can be, I've got to start looking for opportunities rather than saying, why do they get the opportunities? I've got to start figuring out how am I going to make these opportunities happen for me? And that's when I started making progress rather than feeling sorry for myself and thinking, well, why does he or she get these great opportunities and I don't? And that's the attitude that a lot of people have. And I think that's an attitude that has to change. If you're seriously thinking about moving forward in whatever aspect of your life, you've got to start taking a personal responsibility and you've got to start thinking, what do I have to do to create that opportunity for me? If I want to do something, what do I have to do to get there? Maybe I have to bring value to somebody else in some form. That's usually the way it goes. My attitude in the last few years has always been say yes to everything. If it seems a good opportunity, say yes to it. Figure out how afterwards. Don't worry about the how at the moment. Just say yes and then figure it out. And that's a challenging way to live. Believe me, it is a challenging way to live because there's some things that are totally overwhelming and that seem really intimidating. But I'll just say yes to it and then I'll figure out how I'll get it done. That's the attitude I've taken to it. And that's the attitude that has served me well. And that's the attitude that has moved me forward in life just by saying yes and figuring out how afterwards. When I started doing public speaking, that was the first major challenge for me because I was very introverted. Again, it wasn't the easiest thing for me to do, but I just had to keep putting myself out there. Keep putting yourself out there and then opportunities start to knock. Opportunities sometimes come disguised as a challenge and that's the reason people turn back because it seems that it's an obstacle or it seems tough. But the greatest things in life are hard. And that's why it's an opportunity. You have to look for the opportunity in it. Not just look at this is hard to do, therefore I'm going to back off. You say, no, it's an opportunity. It might be tough, but it's an opportunity. And maybe it's worth doing on the other side. 
So I started doing my public speaking and I was starting to get a little bit of attention. Things were building up. I was getting on local radio stations, just getting getting known, I suppose, as much as anything, building a bit of a reputation. By this stage, then I had started working with a PR agency. They were representing me. And one afternoon around lunchtime, I got a phone call from a guy in the PR agency and he said to me, News Talk want to talk to you today. They, they want you to do the, the Chris Donahue show on drive time. And my initial response was, oh, fuck. That genuinely was my response. And I said to him, when do they want to do it? He said, this evening. I said, this evening. And I didn't even have any time to prepare. So it literally was that you have two choices here, do it or don't. And I just said, you know what, tell them I'll do it. It literally was, I said, this evening. And I said, tell them I'll do it. It was that instant. It was that instantaneous. I would never, ever consider backing out of it because it was an opportunity. It was disguised as a challenge, but it was an opportunity. So I had to do it. And the thing that I didn't have any preparation time, maybe it was a good thing in a way because I wasn't having the opportunity to overthink it. It was one of those cases where I just had to back myself and I had to put a little bit of faith in myself. And I was thinking, well, I'm I'm here because I deserve to be here. If News Talk want to talk to me, there's a reason for it. If News Talk want to talk to me, it's because I've done good work and because I've shown that I know what I'm talking about and because I've reached a certain level. And that was the mindset I was getting into. I had to flip it over. You can't go into that mindset again of, I don't deserve to be here. And that's a very, very easy mindset to fall into because imposter syndrome is a real thing. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, imposter syndrome, but it's something we all experience at some point. It's something I've been through many times myself, especially over the last few years as you go to higher and higher levels. You get this feeling sometimes that I shouldn't be here. Other people should be, but I shouldn't. And it's a very, very easy trap to fall into. And it is, as I said, something we all experience. And when I was going on news talk and whatever, that was something that maybe crosses your mind initially. But you have to snap out of that pretty quick. The thing about imposter syndrome is that by doing something new, by definition, you're an imposter because you've never done it before. So we're all an imposter. If you go and you've never played a game of basketball before and you sign up to join a club, that first session, you've never done it before. You're an imposter. That's the thing you have to bear in mind. So the very people at the top, maybe the people that are running that news talk show, maybe he's an imposter. He was at some point. He had never done a show in his life, but he decided he was going to be okay with it and he went and did it anyway. So I think you've got to flip that around rather than that letting that imposter syndrome take over. You've got to realize, well, I deserve to be here. I've earned the right to be here. And that was what I had to think in those few hours because I had got the call at lunchtime that day and I was going on air on news talk at half five that evening. And I, was, I wasn't I was the sort of person that would be naturally outgoing at all. So for me, I went from a situation where in small groups of friends, I would have been very quiet to now going on a radio show to probably 150,000 people, people driving home from work that evening, half the country was listening to it. So that was extremely challenging. But my attitude to it again was, yes, tell them I'll do it. I'll figure out how afterwards, just tell them I'll do it. And on I went and it went pretty well. And we got some great feedback on it and... Two days later, I was speaking on BBC Radio in the UK. And that was how well it went. So one thing leads to another. When you say yes to an opportunity, no matter how tough it is, no matter how challenging it is, sometimes more doors open from there. That's always the approach I've taken is just say yes and do your best. And when I went on that radio show, I had to believe in myself that I'm here because I'm an expert and I'm here because I know what I'm talking about. And if I can get that across on radio, that's all I can do. And I don't have to think beyond that. Just talk about the things I always talk about. Talk about the things I'm comfortable talking about. I could have gone on that show and I could have tried to be really sophisticated and put out all this really unbelievable big words and whatever. And I didn't. I just thought, you know what? What's got me here is the reason I'm here. So I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm going to keep 
identifying with the average person on the street because those people identify with me and I'm here to serve them. And that's all I'm doing. I'm going to go on that show and I'm going to get messages across that are going to bring benefit to those people. And that was all that was in my head. And when you bring it back to that, it becomes a little bit easier. So I decided I was going to go on that show and I was going to talk to Chris Donahue one to one. I wasn't going to think about hundreds of thousands of people listening. I was going to have a conversation with Chris Donahue that would bring value to him as an average person who just wants to get a little bit fitter, wants to get a little bit healthier, wants to improve their mindset a little bit. And if I can do that, then the thousands listening are going to get value from it as well. So that was what I did, just breaking it down again and keeping things in perspective and not letting it overwhelm me. I think that. That's what a lot of us do. I've mentioned it before. Play the game, not the occasion. That was exactly what I had to do on that occasion was play the game. Play the game. Don't let it overwhelm. So even people listening to that this now, I think there's going to be people rationalize it and they're going, oh, yeah, but that's Alan. That's Alan, you know, and, and it's not. It's not. That's you. That's you if you want it to be you, because I'm no different to you. The only difference is that I say yes and I keep putting myself out there and getting uncomfortable. But I'm the exact same as everybody else. So I, you know, I'm the same as you in that. I'm as nervous as you, I'm as anxious as you, I'm as insecure as you, I overthink things as much as you, but I don't let it stop me. Because again, as a coach, if I decided I'm never going to coach anybody until I've got all my shit together, until I'm perfect, I'd never coach anybody. I wouldn't do it. I'd never get out there and actually make an impact because nobody is perfect. Everybody has issues. Everybody has their own insecurities, but you can't let it hold you back. And that's what I've realized over the years. And I believe we're all in a position to coach each other in some way. But you've you've got to keep putting yourself out there. That's how the opportunities come up. That's how you progress. That's how you develop and it's how you grow. So something I have really discovered from putting myself in those situations is that I think I've become calmer under pressure. And I think I've become a calmer person. And I think I'm able to control situations a lot better than I was a few years ago. And even in my everyday life, I think it filters in there as well. F- funny enough, actually, just as I was coming to the studio this evening and I was kind of thinking about what am I going to talk about in the podcast this evening, there's roadworks going on at the minute. And we all know the frustrations of roadworks. But with the roadworks, there's this, you know, the traffic lights, which are temporary traffic lights, and this tend to be set to red for ages and ages and ages. But there was a pile of cars in front of me at the traffic lights. I'd say there was about 15 cars in front of me. And the lights were probably set to red for longer than they should have been, to be honest. But there was a couple of cars behind me as well. And sure enough, we've been sitting there for a while. And somebody behind me starts beeping and beeping and beeping. And I was just thinking to myself, where do you think you're going? Like, what do you want us to do? Should we pull in and let you go past? We're all we're all sitting in traffic, but our reactions to it are different. I'm quite calm now in those situations because I can see the bigger picture and I have a lot more sense of perspective now. Whereas this guy obviously is just thinking, come on, I want to get home. This is frustrating. It's annoying. So I'm going to start beeping the horn, even though everybody is sitting there in the same situation. 99.5% of people are not beeping the horn, but one is. Everybody thinks differently and everybody responds differently to situations. But I do feel I have a greater perspective now. I realise that putting myself in challenging situations, I've learned how to handle stress better. I've learned how to handle pressure better. And... Overall, I think my life has changed. I realise that there are people in tougher situations than me. There are people who genuinely have problems. I don't have problems. There are people who have problems. There are people who have only been given a certain amount of time to live. There are people who are living on the streets in this country. There are people in, you know, other parts of the world that can't feed themselves. And we're getting frustrated about having to sit in traffic for 30 seconds. Do me a favour. You know, I, I, I've learned to see things in a bigger light now. I've learned to see the bigger picture and I've realised that I don't have problems. I live comfortably. For the most part, there's everyday little annoyances. We all have that, but I don't have problems. 
And I think when we start to understand that, you get a different perspective on life and your life changes from there. So, yeah, that was a couple of little things that came to mind today when I was sitting in traffic and seeing the impatience of other people. It does make you think a little bit at times. I know we all have frustrations at times, but in the long and the short of it, I think those of us that are living in this part of the world, certainly the part of the world where I'm broadcasting from, I know we have listeners all over the world at this stage, but those of us who are living here in Ireland and, you know, probably close to us, we've got it good. We really have it good. And I think it's important that we do keep it in perspective. So, yeah, I'm going slightly, slightly off on a tangent there. But what I was speaking about previously was putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and that creates opportunities for you when you keep putting yourself out there and you keep doing it. Even when you think about recording a podcast, I guarantee you anybody that does podcasts and now, and I'm sure you've all got your favourite podcast people that you listen to, but if you ask any of them, I'm pretty sure the vast majority will say my first podcast was terrible. The vast, vast majority will say that. I'll say it. My first podcast is terrible. My first 10 podcasts are probably terrible. They're getting better each time. They are getting better each time. But the only way you can get better is by putting yourself out there and doing the first one. If you don't do the first one, you can't do the 50th one. So you just have to take the plunge sometimes and say, I'm just going to get started. I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm going to do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And I don't think anybody expects you to be perfect when you're starting off. But as long as you're committed to learning, committed to getting better, then you'll do well. But you've just got to take that first step. And that's in every area of life. Whatever you want to do, the first step is the hardest one to take. But it's the most important one to take. Because again, without that first podcast, you can't do the 50th podcast. So, you know, I'm kind of laughing again to myself. Because I think so many people go through life waiting for their lottery numbers to come up. I really do. They they believe that they're going to win the lotto more than they believe that they can go out and make things happen themselves which is a pretty sad way to be when you think about it. It's not It's not a great mindset. It's not a great mentality. I, I don't do the lotto. I don't do the lotto because your chances of winning the lotto are something like four and a half million to one as far as I know. It's pretty unlikely, folks. It's pretty unlikely. Maybe you will be the lucky one. But my attitude to us now is if I want money, I'm going to go and make that happen for myself. I'm going to create opportunities for myself. I'm going to sit down and take out my pen and paper. What do I have to do to earn more money, to bring in more income, to have more money in the bank? Maybe I need to look at my spending. And then I think, how can I bring more value to people that's going to make me more money? Because it does come back to you. You know, it's not always about money. But if you want more money in the bank, you've got to think about it logically. You've got to work harder. You've got to bring more value to people. You've got to give more benefit. And then you can start making more money. But people don't think about that. They'd rather take a chance on, I'm I'm going to do the lotto and I'm going to win the lotto, which is, you know, it's, I don't know. Is it a waste of time? I don't do the lotto. Who am I to say? But I think it's a funny one. I do think it's a funny one. I think maybe your attitude might be better served in personal responsibility and looking inwards and finding the answers from there. And that's something, again, people struggle with a little bit. But I do believe we create our own opportunities. We create our own lives. And I think we're all in a position to change our life. And if we want to really do it, that's on us. And the opportunities is there for everybody. But it's about who's willing to go out and grasp them. And it's about who's willing to work harder. And it's about who's willing to put them out, put themselves out there more. And the person that does that will usually be the person that wins in the end. My attitude again is at the moment, it's just, let's just do it. Let's just get the first one done. Let's just do it. If an opportunity is presented to me, that's what I say. Let's just do it. See what happens. What's the worst that can happen? If it fails, it fails. So what? We've learned from it. We'll try something else. It's not the end of the world. And I think that's a good attitude to have because nine things out of 10 might fail. But the one that does work is the one often that moves you forward. And you're not going to find the one unless you try the nine that failed. 
And that's my attitude. You see, people see failure as something to be embarrassed about or something to be fearful of or something that I don't want to happen because I, I don't even know if it's fear of failure. Sometimes I think it's fear of being seen to fail, being worried about what other people think, being worried, will people judge me? Will people say something about, oh, he or she tried this and look, they made a show of themselves or whatever. And honestly, guys, if you're thinking like that, you're setting yourself up for failure in life. You're setting yourself up for failure in life, not for the task that you've undertook. My attitude to it is there's no failure. You win or you learn. And I honestly am at the stage now where people's opinions don't matter to me. The only opinions that matter to me are the people that are close to me, the people around me, my very close circle of friends and family. They're the people that matter. Opinions outside that, unless it's somebody within my industry that I admire or somebody that I look up to or somebody that I feel genuinely has my best interests at heart, their opinions are not all that relevant to me. That's been honest. They really aren't. So when you put yourself out there, it is tough. But when you take out on new tasks, what happens with that is there's new skills and there's new awareness and different things to be learned. So when you go into that position, effectively, you're usually going in as a one out of 10. Same when you start doing the podcast. You're going in as a one out of 10 because you've never done it before. You have no experience at it. But the aim is that someday you'll get to a four and maybe someday you'll get to a 10. And that's always the goal, that you're looking for improvement. Not perfection, you're looking for progress. Progress, not perfection, is the phrase I use all the time. So when we think about it like that, I think we open our minds to moving forward. We open our minds to being okay with being uncomfortable, being okay with failing, being okay with everything not being perfect, but just putting ourselves out there and being okay with just doing my best. I don't have to be perfect. I am enough as I am. And I think when we take that attitude, then life starts to open up opportunities for us. So we create opportunities. We don't wait for them. We create opportunities. Don't sit back and wait for somebody to knock on the door and take you by the hand and say, here's the perfect opportunity you've been waiting for all your life. Because anybody that is successful will tell you that that never happens. It never, ever happens. Very rarely in any case. Maybe not never, but very, very rarely. If you want opportunities to happen, you've got to go and make them happen. And you've got to take the right approach to it. And you've got to have a good attitude to it. So... I'm pretty much done for today, folks. I didn't want to take up too much of your time today. You're probably getting sick of my monologues. I'll get a guest on again soon. Something I wanted to just speak to you a little bit about. I've had a lot of inquiries, probably on Instagram more so, about where do I get the book? So my book, Unlocking My Mind, came out last October. And it's been doing incredibly well, thankfully. So thanks to everybody who has got it and bought it. Shout out to you. Really appreciate it. So if you haven't yet read Unlocking My Mind, it's in most good bookstores, but online you can get it at alanwilliamscoaching.com. So go on to alanwilliamscoaching.com and you can get the book there and we'll get it out to you as soon as possible. And if you'd like it signed, just shoot me a message and I'll do that for you too. So that's it for this week, guys. Have an incredible week and we'll talk again very soon.